Welcome to the Zwift SBS podcast. Zwift is the app that turns indoor training into a game. With structured workouts, training plans and massive online group rides to make your training fun. Because fun is results. Fun is fast. Go to Zwift.com and start your free trial. Uh, the Giro in three words. Um, beautiful, exciting, exhilarating. Uh, I would say adventure, passion, and unexpected. Well, it's a hard, like, brutal and yeah, crazy, no? Good coffee and food. Uh, I can use two. Simply amazing. A lot of pain. The beautiful ways. Bonjour, 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 and of course the uh, beautiful smile of Filippo Ganna and the lovely words from the people at Ineos uh, Grenadier for this uh, Giro 2021. Uh, before we start, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream or subscribe to our podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash cyclingcentral or log a rides with our friends at Zwift. Joining me, it's Dave McKenzie. Hi, Dave. Uh, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. We got a uh, great opening stage. It was a stage, not a prologue. Yeah, what makes the difference between a stage and a prologue? A couple of kilometres, basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was it was eight kilometres. There is, I think there is a ruling. It's, I don't know, it's over five or, I don't, I don't get caught up in the pettiness <laughs> of it, but it was a stage, which is nice because when we go into stage two, it is stage two rather exactly. than stage yeah. one. Doesn't, and for simple yeah, things, like, so, so people can understand, for simple mm. things, like just the naming of the files on my computer, Computer. Yes, uh, because you just end up. Oh, where is my stage one? When this, you know, uh, exactly. when it's actually well, stage two. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but it was a good one. Uh, we just had the the, be- the beautiful smile, as I said, from uh, from Filippo Ganna. Uh, what a winner and what performance yesterday! Yes, he look. We didn't really doubt. Da- well, we didn't doubt him, but there was a question mark because he's been beaten a few times this year already in his specialty, the time trial, and Remy Cavagna probably was the man that we a lot of us thought could get the job done. I wasn't expecting Affini to be right up there. I mean, that was a brilliant ride by him. But in the end, Gunnar, he just knew what to do. He knew what was required, and I think he's just been building towards this prologue. And Italian, home soil, home grand tour, in the World Championship colours, you roll down the ramp, but it's got to lift you a few percent, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, if you don't lift there, you you, you would never lift really, mm. like, yeah. honestly. But uh, there's been those footage that we saw as well of uh, Affini uh, congratulating Ghana at the end. Affini had to stay a long time, relatively a long he, time in, a, in, yeah. in, a, in the box. He was in the hot seat for a while, and you sort of thought he, he probably, look, he probably knew Ghana was totally going to challenge him. In the end, Ghana got him by... You know, the way the gaps were so close, but he got him comfortably in the end. I Mm -hmm. think it was six, seven seconds or something like that. But, um, you know, with his average speed that he had of Finney, he probably thought, I'm a a chance here. I'm a chance to win this. Um, It only needs one little slip up from Gennar, but he didn't. Yeah. Did you see the like the uh, the average speed? I think you guys mentioned it as well on the on the on the actual uh, stage. Yeah. But the average speed from Ghana is only really a few is this close from the from the world best. Yeah, fifty eight kilometers an hour. It was um, fifty eight point something, and the, I think the the quickest uh, is about fifty eight point eight. So yeah, he was he was wasn't far off the um and and that. Uh, the name escapes me. It was a Belgian athlete who had the quickest time trial, and I think it was in the Giro, actually, but it was a shorter prologue, so shorter distance. So, 
you know, you can oh, sort of say, get up. Oh, staged in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. So, well, yeah, you can argue that it's the quickest average speed in a stage. In a stage. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There you go. Uh, let's listen to uh, Filippo Ganna. That's him uh, straight after the win. I hope uh, everyone is happy. And uh, and uh, so uh, tomorrow, to spend a lot of energy because uh, 20, 20 days is long. And uh, we have a... Uh, to be a uh, captain to save and uh, yeah, I'm ready for helping and uh, make sure everyone are uh, ready to help everyone. No? Perfect start. Thank you. There's not even a pop. There's not even a pop on this. It's this you know what? You know why there's no pop? Why? It's because it's the wine that can't be called champagne. Oh come on! They man. are celebrating with. We're not celebrating with man, champagne. It's just this, bubbles. <laughs> it's isn't not the same. In France, <laughs> just put them in them, those machines that bubble it up. Yeah, perfectly. <laughs> That's all you do with it. Yeah, and then yeah. you charge a fortune for it. Come on, hey, come hey, on. prosecco. Have you tried? You got to try. It. You're buying. I know what you're doing. You're buying that cheap prosecco from one of those cheap supermarkets. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say no, and I thought, geez, I might get myself Oops. in a bit of trouble there. <laughs> no, but honestly, uh, Ghana said something interesting in this. He, he mentions the fact, he's asking the team to not to not spend all their energy today, so for them tomorrow, but today for this stage, because there's 20 more stages to come. Uh, he's right. The, the outcome for uh, Ineos Grenadier is at the end of the three weeks. Yes, they didn't bring well. They brought Gunnar here to to hopefully jag a stage win. He won four last year. Let's remind everyone. But he's here to help Egan Bernal and Pavel Sivakov, the two GC guys, mm-hmm. and probably you'd think the number one man is Bernal if he's on, if he's at his best. And um, so they're here for the long haul. They're here to win, uh, win the race overall. And let's face it, for Ineos, it's it hasn't been that long, but it's been a little while since they've stood on the top step yep. of the podium. Absolutely. Uh, let's look at the top 10 of uh, of the stage uh, yesterday. Uh, any surprises in the Almeida? It's done really well, Almeida. Yeah, look, not a surprise for me. He, he's the best of the GC guys, mm-hmm. so right up there. He was very good in last year's opening prologue. He finished fourth, I think, last yeah, year. Yeah, so he, he was very good. So I wasn't surprised by that. I was more surprised by Afini and Foss, the two teammates um, on Yama Visma. I, didn't, I wouldn't have picked them to be in the top. You know, four or five. So they, I thought they were brilliant. Um, Remco Evenepoel, yeah. he was again not surprising, but you can't. I was, he just you know, the, you know the funny us. thing. The funny thing with Remco, though, Remco Evenepoel is I picked him in our in our team's competition, uh, which I thought he could actually win this uh, this this uh, this TT, and I was a bit disappointed because. In only, like, I think I'm fifth in a competition out yeah. of seven. Yeah. Uh, out, it looks like it's a rubbish pick. It, <laughs> but but the, the ride was really good for him. The Marimco. ride was really good. The reality is none of us would have been surprised if he'd won because, well, not because, but the reality is he's been out of the sport for eight months with that fractured hip uh, in Lombardia. Mm-hmm. But we know how good he is. And we just knew or believe at least that de Koenig would not be putting him in a grand tour just to get his butt kicked for yeah. three weeks. Yeah, absolutely. They're put, he's been training up the last few months. Sure, he hasn't raced, but he's been doing altitude camps. And yeah, he, I, I think we're going to see more from him. Be- before we actually go and dive, um, dig a little bit into uh, into Remco and Vonepoel, uh, the, the GC guys, uh, the, the GC contenders, where are they at? Uh, Jai Hindley, uh, they're all They're all around a sort of 
they were separated only by about 25 seconds. Yep. Most of the GC guys, Nibbley, Yates, you mentioned Jai Hindley. No real surprises for me and no real disappointments or, you know, big rides by those guys. Almeida was the only GC guy fourth last year who produced a super TT, which I half expected. But for the other guys, status quo. status. And we know that those seconds will turn into minutes, potentially, yeah, by, by the end of the Giro. We all mentioned this third week. There's also the stage 11 before that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's, there's some so, monster days. Yeah, there's so many more kilometers to, mm. to come. Okay, let's listen from uh, Remco Evonepoel. We sat down with him uh, just uh, before the start of this Giro. But please listen to this interview and, and realize the guy is 21. Uh, I only had one thing in my mind, and it was the 8th of May, and uh, now uh, we are here, so uh, uh, I've been training and, and sleeping with that date in my head every day again, so uh, yeah, it feels, it feels really good to finally be uh, just in front of that day, so uh, yeah, it was really something that popped up in my mind every minute of the day, just being back with the guys, having fun, talking about the stages, uh, the tricky points in the in the course uh, is really something that I missed. Uh, you don't think about it when you're not with with the guys, but when you are with them, you you just know that you missed something uh, in the period that you didn't race. So uh, now it feels really good, and yeah, with this team, it's uh, f I think six out of eight riders who did the Giro last year. So. Then you know that they have already some experience to ride for a GC, that they did some good results. And uh, that is really a motivational part because, uh, yeah, I mean, riding with a team that has been riding 15 days in the pink jersey is just, uh, it's a dream. So I hope we can uh, do it over again, but we will see. I mean, it can start finally. I've been training quite a lot uh, to try to get us in the best shape as possible here at the start. Um, it was quite uh, a short period to get ready, but in the end we managed the timing very well. Um, we took big periods of training and then also a good period of recovery afterwards. So uh, I think we, we we did a good job uh, on that part. And on the, other, on the other hand, I didn't have a lot of time for my family and friends. So it was actually 100% focused on the bike and getting ready for this race. Um, but uh, for the rest, no many times of, let's say, relaxing time. So uh, it was quite busy. Yeah, I think the big mountain stages, I'm also really looking forward to, to that because it's the first time I will feel and race above 2,000 meters of altitude. So uh, I think it's quite a, a big step in, in my career as, again to make. So uh, I think those stages are really... Uh, the most important ones for me and then also the off-road stage uh, is something I really look forward to to do it and experience it for the first time. First of all I just want to get used to the bunch again uh, because it's always quite tricky to ride into in a bunch uh, for sure on difficult stages and uh, some nervous stages but uh, I think for myself I will be happy if I can end this Giro very well with a good feeling without any setbacks or problems um talking about injuries and all that stuff so uh that for me would be the if i can end a zero like that i would be really really happy as i said an in intro he's only 21 but the maturity in his speech coming out of that massive crash and all he had in his mind was the 8th of may mm. the 8th of may the 8th of may 
Do you think that's what pulled him through this long period where he had the, he had to recover from that scratch? Yes, partly. I mean, he, he's so young. They've got that drive. You you sort of you know you're fearless. You're you're you've got no fear at all. You 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 know your body recovers better when you're so young. We know that. Even though it was a could have been a lot worse that crash. He almost went yeah. completely into a ravine. You know, twenty meters further, and it was a big big drop off, and it could have been a lot worse. So I think we all breathed a sigh of relief. Um, he's got good people around him too. You know, and and so is that is that where that wolf pack is really in action? There's a wolf pack yeah, on the road. Yeah, a little bit. I, I, and I'm not discrediting the riders, but I think it's more the staff mm-hmm. and the management that are around. But it's him. a wolf pack spirit. Yes, yes. All through the team. Yes, yeah, that's right. There, there's certainly that. It's that motto, isn't it? That that is with them. So on that term, uh, the owner of the team, the Frever, mm-hmm. uh, came out in his call. He's got a column in uh, Ep News Blood, the newspaper. Uh, he's got a column every Saturday and he came out and said, Joao Almeida will not be with Quickstep next year and they resign Remco Evernable for five years. In those terms, he's saying Joao Almeida in the legs will speak on deciding who's going to go and fly the flag for, for, the uh, for the team. But when you have a, a Belgian rider, you're just investing five years in a Belgium team and you've got a Portuguese rider that is leaving at the end of the year, do you think there'd be any favouritism towards the Belgium or not? Surely. It's human nature. And I don't think Lefebvre can be, um, you know, I think he'd be forgiven as, as the team he's owner. Been, he's been forgiven for a lot. Yeah, he's, he's a bit of a mafioso, isn't he? <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm joking, Patrick. <laughs> joking, joking. Yeah. Um, look, th- he was asked a question, I think, about who's going to be the leader. And in it, I think, you know, to paraphrase, he's saying Almeida's the leader, Remco's got a free ride. So that that really is the case, and that's probably what we all knew. But the bit that surprised us was that Joao Almeida, he, he's pretty much leaving. It's all, it's 99% confirmed. Yeah. So that doesn't surprise me. Almeida was always going to get big offers, and he was probably under contract. Look, he was a Neo Pro the year prior. So he's actually probably on small money. But is there is this is it the case of there is not enough room for Almeida to grow in quick step? So when you look at it, you've got there's enough room, not enough money. That's what I think. Do you think so? Do you think yeah. even the room? Because when you look at the the roster, you've got okay, Evan Paul signed for five years, uh, Ala Philippe have been signed for a few years. Uh, th- there's some, but riders. that's only two JC guys. Mm-hmm. You know, like you've got. But do you need how many do you need? Well, you want a couple, yeah. and and remember, they're a team, or predominantly they've been a team, haven't they? Sort of sprinters, classics riders. So no, I think there's room, but I don't think they need the money to spend mm-hmm. on Remco and probably potentially riders to support him. And Joao Almeida probably wants his own his own glory, and rightly so. He's a young kid coming up as well. And look, UAE, that's the rumor mill that he's going to UAE. They would have. So I'm going to. They probably can't match it. I'm, I'm going to be controversial, but yeah. uh, can Almeida do a lander and switch team from pretty much every year, trying to find a fit until he gets a lead? But in, in the end, for me, Landa, there's. I mean, has he really delivered? He's done a couple of podiums oh, Landa, here and so then. you're switching to Landa. Yeah, now. Well, I don't know. Yeah, well, Landa, He's Almeida. He's only won three stages of the Giro, I guess. I know. Yeah, <laughs> and finished podium <laughs> at the Giro. I know. I'm, yeah. be, I'm just no, being controversial, but. No, but. It, do you the, see what I mean? Like, well, it, the point you make. And saying about how I say there's room for Almeida at de Kooning, he's the only UAE, which is the team of Tadej Pogacar. Mm-hmm. So the guy who's won the Tour de France. So where's his place there? His place probably is to focus on the other Grand Tours. So 
what well, Pogacar got there. doesn't there, do. There's Ishi there as well. Yeah, no, he's not Grand Tour. No, okay. No, he's classics. Mm-hmm. He's more and a, and a helper. Um, so look, he's not there yet. We're, yeah, we're no. totally second. Yet. We're turning into a tabloid, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> One of them, yeah. Yes. We're trying our best you know, to yeah, stay yeah. <laughs> to stay relevant. Yep. Okay, let's cut this discussion. Let's talk about uh, what's happening tonight on SBS. Actually, you are commentating uh, tonight. It's stage two of uh, of uh, the Giro. Uh, it's pretty flat. It's 176 kilometers, I think, yep, from uh, yep. from memory. Burnt sprint all over. Yeah, 99.9 percent confirmed. I'll be shocked if a break. Survives. I think the only way a break will survive, and it almost wouldn't call it a break, is is if God forbid a crash or a nasty mechanical happens in the bunch in the dying stages, like the last couple of kilometres. There's a couple of roundabouts. There's a couple of narrow roads. You know, it's not overly technical. The roundabouts look big. There's a big wide stretch, two kilometres to go. I think that goes for two kilometres or three kilometres to go, or something like that. So it's not. It's nothing out of the norm, um, so I'll be surprised if the sprinters' teams don't completely control this. They will. They 100% will, and they know their chances are limited. And so to have a chance on day two, you've got to grab it, and you've got fresh legs as well. Yeah, and if we look at the teams, and you mentioned the the, the sprinters, uh, there's one name that comes in front, Caleb Ewan, yeah. is the major, major favourite of the sprinters for that Giro, for this Giro. Uh I mean, tonight, he's got his name written all over. It's it's pretty much a stage for him to lose, or not? Yeah, look, it is, but there's no done deal. No, yeah. no, look, he's the favourite. Would I say he's the hot, hot favourite? I wouldn't say... Out of he, the Giro, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, you've got Groenewegen, Sagan, Tim Merlier, if you haven't heard of that name, peeps, uh, Alpacin, he's been in the shadows of Matthew van der Poel. I don't think he's at that level of the Calebs, but he, he'll be there in the mix. Viviani? Viviani, definitely. He's, he's desperate for a big win. Uh, Gavidia. I can't say his name. <laughs> a few years down, it's, it's, it's a sequence of letters. It's really, it I sounds have to like, it. You sort of, you, you, I mean, i got to say, you totally slaughter it. It's, you sound like gorilla. <laughs> it's a cross between. No, mate, the, the gorilla, gorilla. The gorilla is um, the German. Who's the German sprinter? I've gone blank. Huh? Come on, come on. Oh, oh my God, gone. it's gone. <laughs> the gorilla. You know who the gorilla is? Greipel. Greipel. Yeah, there Greipel. How can you forget that? <laughs> oh, I know. That's terrible, isn't it? Oh, my God. Andre, sorry, mate. But anyway, Gavidia. No, I know. I know. It's, it's, it's really hard. Okay, I'm not even going to start for me. <laughs> I'm actually currently uh, happy he's not winning, so I don't have to yeah, mention him well, too much. Yeah, well, he might tonight. <laughs> no, but these guys, Viviani and, and, it's, and him. It's a- it's a little bit open. Caleb said himself, it's it hasn't been his best start to the season. In fact, he said it's been one of the worst starts to the season, which I find hard to believe. But yeah. second in Milan San Remo, so I think I think the, the, the thing is, there's plenty of backstories to these sprinters that that they desperately want to win now, mm-hmm. and and it's going to be it is going to be a big one. Uh, yeah, I agree. Let's listen to uh, Caleb Ewan. Mm, well, straight up, I think like the second stage seems completely flat so uh yeah you know in the stage like that it's almost guaranteed to be a bunch of sprints and uh yeah. yeah that'll be good to just like get it started and then go from there i guess nice and short uh, caleb you won here so uh watch out for uh, of course caleb you and all the sprinters tonight on stage number two 
of the uh, Giro, of course, live like every other stage, live on SBS uh, Viceland. Check your local guides for more information on knowing exactly when this starts. You're commentating this one, I think. Yes, I am tonight with Maddie Keenan, so that'll be good. Yeah, looking forward to it. I'm doing the first four. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's let's go to any other news, and uh, there's been some mountain bike news, and uh, and of course Mathieu Van der Poel. Yeah, which you know we were, we could be begging saying what is he doing in his uh, in his off time? What is race is race, <sighs> is racing racing World, World Cup? In, <laughs> yeah, he's uh, winning World Cup uh, after like having I think months Eight off months. the mountain bike. Yeah. It's he's he is phenomenal. This guy we know that, but the fact that he can just switch like that to another discipline and win a World Cup, he can potentially win two um, medals, gold medals. That is at the Olympics. Absolutely. Let's listen from Matthew Van der Poel. I didn't ride my mountain bike a lot the last couple of months. Um, yeah, as I focused on on the road mainly, I had a pretty busy schedule. So my last uh, mountain bike race was uh, Lenzerheide. Um, yeah, one and a half year ago, I think. And now I finally, after Ronde van Vlaanderen, I took the time to get back on the mountain bike and do some specific training again. What are the main differences between a road training and the mountain bike training? For sure, the intensity is quite different. Um, I also have a bit more fun on the mountain bike than I have on the road bike. So the technique and the places you can go with a mountain bike is really, really nice and cool. And yeah, it just, it doesn't really feel like training because you, you're enjoying yourself that much. The Olympics and the Tour de France are approaching. Would your preparation have been different if the Olympics were in 2020 and not in 2021? Yes, for sure. <laughs> it, would, it would have been much better if it was last year. Um, now, yeah, the program is a bit, uh, bit busy and not ideal for the Olympics maybe, but yeah, we have to deal with it. Of course, um, yeah, the COVID situation was um, a bit shit for everyone. And um, yeah, I'm just happy that we can race again and... I'll take it and I'll just try to be as good as possible on the, on the days that matter. That was Mathieu uh, van der Poel. Any uh, other news? There was a... Uh, well, in the women's... Yeah, there's a woman yeah, race. You'll be happy about this. Pauline ferrand Prevot. She won the uh, Women's World Cup as well. She's, I, I won't say underrated, under the radar slightly. She's won the Women's World Championship Road Race in 2014. The first French woman to win it since... Jenny Longo, yeah. legendary name, but massive. It tells you the gap. And she there. was, she's only 29 now. Yeah. So we're talking. She, I remember when she won it. She was really young, and and it sort of wasn't expected. She's done multiple. I think she's six bike. time, six time or seven time world champion on the mountain bike. Yeah, cross country, etc. Yeah, marathon VTT. Yeah, she's no, she's a superstar. She really is, and I won't say she's gone missing from the road racing, but she, her focus. By the looks of it, is is the mountain bike? She probably sees a better chance to to and, and climb the gold medal and cyclocross. Yeah, as well. She's yeah. A, so good from her. And look, in just rounding out, I guess the women's side of the sport, Valenciana Ciclista Setmana is on in the Valencian region, region I love dearly. I want to, can't wait to get back there. It uh, looks like someone's got a house over there. Yeah, huh? <laughs> well, actually, I thought I lost it to you in a bet. So good luck getting it. Um, Annemiek van Vluten, she won stage one. Oblique, she crashed. <laughs> she crashed, got back up, still won by, I think, two minutes or something. No She's, problem there. <laughs> yeah, no problem. A couple of sprint stages since. Final stage, I believe, tonight. Uh, she should win. 
remember she's riding for Movistar now, so that's yeah. that's great for her and the Spanish team. And, It'd be less uh, great for uh, for Bike Exchange, but hey. yeah, <laughs> we still so like Bike Exchange still are like there, her. and they they did actually place uh, they, they've placed on one of the stages in a bunch sprint, so that's good for them. But they've they've got in the women's side, we know the Giro Rosa not too far away. Some big racing coming up in the women's side as well. And a lot of it will be on SBS. Yes, yeah, we're excited about that. Absolutely. And the next uh, appointment with cycling on SBS is, of course, tonight, like I just said, uh, for stage two of the Giro, like every other stage will be uh, shown to you live, free to air on SBS, uh, which can't really say it's the new, or it's, it's the real home of cycling. Yeah, it now. is. It's well, the it's, home. It's, it's not the even real home. or new, it's the home it's of cycling. It's the home of cycling. 9.20 tonight. 9.20 tonight. No debate. Yeah. Thank you, Maka. Thank you. This was the uh, Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Uh, before we go, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream, or subscribe to our podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash Cycling Central. Or log rides with our friends at Zwift. Join us tomorrow from 5 p.m. We'll be live on Facebook and Twitter, all the social media from Cycling Central and SBS Sport. But until then, it's bye for now. Before we go, a quick shout out to Zwift. The app that turns indoor training into a game. Getting started on Zwift is easy. You just need your bike, a trainer and your PC, Mac or Apple device. Zwift offers training plans, interval workouts and a global community. Get strong and get motivated with every ride. Give people a ride on and you're sure to get one back. As together you enjoy the massive benefits of social indoor training. Go to Zwift.com today and start your free trial.